Welcome to the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. This is Colby Wood. And on this podcast, we take a deep dive into medical sales and in particular, orthopedic medical sales, where I do my best to share with you everything that I have learned up to this point and document really the day-to-day sales calls and meetings and interactions I'm having so that you can learn from my experiences and hopefully help you become more successful in your career as well. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast, and welcome to this episode. And uh, what I wanted to talk about in this episode is the difference between talking and communicating. And, uh, you know, I think I really better understood this after I got married. Because <laughs> when you get married, you've got to actually work on communication skills, obviously, especially if you're a guy. It's a big problem that you got to work on. The reality is that when you're talking with somebody else, if they're not actually hearing what you're saying, or you're not actually hearing what they're saying, and it's just talking back and forth, which is what typically happens. Like most of the, most of the time when somebody's talking to you, like you're actually thinking about something else and you're not actually listening to what they're saying. And so the, how I really, I guess, learned how important this is or recognized how important this is, is once I got married, I realized I have a vested interest in hearing what my wife has to say. Like there is very good reason for me to want to actually listen to what she says when she's talking to me. Yet (laughs) every day she says things to me and I don't hear it at all. Like she's talking to me. Yes, the, the noises she's making with her mouth turn into, you know, sound waves and they go in my ears and it registers that she's talking. And it even registers in my brain that these are the words she's putting together in a sentence. But if you ask me 30 seconds later, what she just said, a lot of the time I have no idea. And it's when I have, it's when I'm distracted, when I have other things that, that are keeping my attention. You know, I'm, I'm in the middle of reading an email and she starts talking to me or I'm texting or I'm, you know, I don't know, name, name any other activity that you could be doing while somebody's trying to talk with you. When she doesn't have my attention and I'm not just actively just giving it to her, I don't hear anything she says. And I have a very strong vested interest in understanding and hearing and listening to everything she says, because we need a good communicating relationship. You know, we want our marriage to last forever. And so, yeah, you guys get that. Here's the problem. So many reps in my experience and you know even higher level people they'll bitch and complain about well I already told the customer that. How did you not like why are you asking me that again? Just because the words come out of your mouth, just because you make noises with your mouth that are turned into words and words make sentences and you're trying to communicate something doesn't mean the person on the other end of the line is hearing you. You're not actually communicating with them. They're just, it goes in one ear, it rattles around. Yeah, this person's using words to talk to me, but I'm not actually listening. And just, just imagine what vested interest do your customers have in listening to you? If I've got a very strong vested interest in listening to my wife and communicating well with my wife and every day she'll talk to me 
and I won't hear something that she's saying. How, how much worse is that going to be for a customer? Like they don't have a vested interest in listening to you unless you give them a reason to, or there's some other factor there. But so many times, you know, you get your opportunity, you think that you have the surgeon in front of you to talk to. You think that you have their attention. It's like, oh, they're, they're right in front of me. And it's maybe it's not obvious that they're not engaged or listening to what I'm saying. And so I'll, I'll start talking. And just because I'm using words does not mean that they're listening to you. They're thinking about what they're going to do for the weekend. They're thinking about the next patient that they got to see, right? Like so many times you come out of a, a surgeon comes out of the OR, the next thing that they have to do is go dictate what just went on in that procedure. So they walk out of the operating room, legally, they have to go audibly, audibly transcribe what just happened in the procedure, step by step, they're going to walk through it. So, so often I see reps come up to doctors and I've done this before. I've done it before and done it unsuccessfully. You catch them right after a case and here's my opportunity and I start talking and they're just like nodding their head. They're like a zombie because they're not actually listening to you. And it's not because they don't care. It's that there's something else going on. They're thinking about their dictation. They're thinking about the next patient that they got to see. They're thinking about when they were in that case Maybe something went wrong or they're in that case and they got a call into the operating room from the front desk because a nurse in the clinic said, hey, this patient from last week, a call back and, you know, she's in pain. Which medications can she have? Like, like there's so much going on in their world. They're not listening to you when you're talking to them. And so what I want to get across is number one, number one, the recognition, recognizing, recognition. Is that a word? (laughs) recognizing, we'll just go with that, that most people you're talking to have a conversation going on in their own head and they're not listening to you, number one. Number two, what can you do to snap them out of that and get them into conversation with you? Because that's the next thing that has to happen. That's what you've got to do when you're having a, a conversation with a customer, whether it's in a meeting, whether it's between surgeries, whatever and whenever it is, you've got to You've got to get people communicating with you. And so you're not just talking at them and their words that are just disappearing in midair. The other person is actually understanding it, engaging with it, and dealing with what you're saying. Because that's what you need. That's what you want. You want people to be engaging with you. And so the best way that you can do that is you have to ask relevant questions to pull them out of anything else that they would be thinking about. So the example with my wife is like, you know, if... If we're hanging out in the evening and she's like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this on Saturday night. You good with that? And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool. That's fine. I never, I never heard it. Right. And I'll, I'll ask her like another seven diet. Hey, what do we have going on this weekend? <laughs> she's like, I already freaking told you that. Right. And here's the reality. Now I, you know, it's, it's my wife's so all. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt and I'm going to take all the responsibility, but let's just put yourself in the shoes of the person asking, right? So put yourself in my wife's shoes. What could she do to get my attention to make sure that I'm, I'm engaged with what she's saying? She could say, Hey, look, I need her attention for 30 seconds. Cause I wanted to discuss Saturday night. Okay. Yeah. You got it now. Or, Hey, can I, can I talk to you about what I want to do on Saturday night? I want to make sure that it doesn't interfere with plans that you have going on. Okay. 
Now I'm actually going to pull out my phone, look at my calendar, see if anything's going on, see if any plans. Like, you start it with a question. And it doesn't mean you always start with a question, but you're using a question early and often to make sure that the person is engaged with what you're saying. That's the only way you're actually going to be able to tell if they're engaged with you. You know, one of the, one of the things that I, this would just be the funniest thing. This would be so funny to me. If there was a, like a brain scanning device that you could use where as a rep is talking to a doctor, if you could use a brain scanning device to, to figure out if the doctor is actually listening to what the rep's saying. Like, it's got to be an extremely low percentage. And the, the problem and the reality and just the situation is that if I'm looking at somebody else, I can't actually read their mind. So you don't know what's going on in the customer's mind. Even if they're not pulling out their phone, looking at their phone or on their computer or talking to somebody else, it doesn't mean that they're listening to you. They could be off in, you know, thinking about the weekend, thinking about the trip they have coming up, thinking about, you know, bad home situation. Like, who knows what's going on? And so using questions early and often are how you're going to actually make sure the customer is engaged and using requiring that they actually give you an answer. Like there's a lot of rhetorical questions that are easy to ask and you think that the person is engaged and listening, but you actually need to ask questions that require the other person to answer. And getting the answer tells you, okay, at least now I've got their engagement. Now I can't just then spew on for the next 10 minutes because they could just check out again mentally, but you, you need to use questions early and often, mixing them in to make sure that the other person is actually engaged in the conversation. So let's just take the example, you know, if we make it, we put it um, into a real life situation for MedDevice. Let's say you've got a doctor or you catch a doctor after they're coming out of the operating room. Like that's, that's a quite a common place to see reps interacting with doctors because it's hard for them to, you know, weasel out of that. You know where they're going to be their chances are you could get their attention in that scenario. And, and more than anything else, the, the person that you're interacting with, the doctor that you're interacting with is going to, they all act different when they're in surgery versus when they're in the clinic. You know, they're in the clinic, they're rushed all the time. And in surgery, a lot of times they're a little bit more uh, personable. Uh, either way, let's just take the example that you're catching a doctor after they came out of the case. What do you do to make sure that you know, let's say you've got a product you want to show the doctor. You've got a new product. The thing is not, hey doc, let me check check out this new product I've got. Let me show this to you. Like, even if they take it from you and they start looking at it, they're probably not engaged in what you're saying. It's in their mind, they're like, shit, I've got so many things going on. All right, let me grab this thing. Oh, cool. Yeah, I got it. No, I'm going to stick with what I'm using. Like, like that's what's going to happen. And you think you just got to know on the product, but in reality, the doctor never actually considered your product because they're just not engaged. You didn't get their full attention. They're not in a position at that time, at that place, ready to actually consider, hey, should I use this product over what I'm currently using? And so what you need to do is start with a question. Hey doc, I know you're busy. I know you just got out of a case. I've got a new product I'd like to show you. Do you have a couple seconds now or could I catch you a little bit later and show that to you? The doctor now can say, yeah, I'm, you know, I've got a number of things going on. Let's, let's check back later. I'll show it to me later. Okay, cool. No problem. Or they're going to say, well, show it to me now. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see it. Here's the next level of what I'm talking about. The next level is when they say, yeah, yeah. You know, let's see it. What do you got? That could be them just saying that because 
they're like, I don't want to spend the time later to address this. I'm, I'm not actually interested in the product, but I'll, I'll tell them I'll look at it now just so I can get it done and out of the way and I can move on with my day. Like that's a very real possibility that you could get. So what do you do then if you get, yeah, you know, I'll check it out. What do you got? You follow it up and confirm that they're serious, right? And you don't do it in a, like in an annoying way or a judgmental way. You just want to confirm and re reconfirm and verify that what they said is, yeah, I'll take a look at it now. Just confirm that again. Because the second confirmation, in my experience, the second confirmation that you get is when you get the engagement. Like, yeah, 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 I'll check it out. Say, look, I know you're busy. You know, I'm happy to do it now. Like, does not work for you. Yeah, no, 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 show it to me. Let's see it. That is when you get the engagement, at least right off the bat. That is when you get the engagement. It's when they say, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. Okay, great. You know, I can show this to you later. Understand, like, I get you're busy. Like 30 seconds, that's what I need. Yeah, 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 no, let's take a look. I'll take a look right now. What do you got? Show it to me. That second engagement, for whatever reason, I don't know why. It's just, in my experience, the second request or the second, when you're reconfirming that they said, yeah, let me let me see it or I'll look at it now or show it to me. When you reconfirm that, that's where you get the engagement. Because it's really easy for people to say, yeah, yeah, I'll take a look. And they're still, in their mind, they're thinking about something else, but they're looking at your product thinking that you're, you think that you have an engaged customer in reality, they're thinking about the weekend or they're thinking about the next patient. But if you reconfirm and you re-ask them, no, I will take a look at this right now. Show it to me now, what do you got? That is when you get the better engagement. In my experience, that's when kind of the switch, you flip the switch and you go from like subconsciously acknowledging to actually engaging with what's happening and you get the full attention. And I think that is the next level that you've gotta, like you just have to do this. You just have to try it and experiment with yourself because I think you're gonna see a drastic difference in the engagement from the customer. If you ask for the attention, say, hey, you know, I, I've got this new product, this new service, I'd like to talk to you about it. Can I get your attention now or later? Yeah, 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 I'll, what do you got? Reconfirm it. And then you're gonna have somebody that's engaged. No, no, no. I'll take a look now. Now's good. That's when that's when the magic the magic happens. At least in my experience. That's that's when I've been more successful at actually getting a customer to to really engage with what I'm talking about. So um, again, I hope that's helpful for all you guys listening. And yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening to the podcast and supporting us. So we will see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. And as you know, we give all of our content and training away for free. So it would really mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. And if you thought that this episode in particular was helpful, consider sending it to somebody you know who you think could benefit as well. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.